Women of Power broadcast. The show today is absolutely global. We're, we're glo I'm glo globetrotting here with Dr. Rebecca Pina. I am just so um, humbled and grateful that Dr. Rebecca has said yes to being the super guest here on the Women of Power show. If you're watching, if you're here, then welcome in, welcome in. We um, absolutely would love to hear from you. You can put questions and, and comments in along the way. And I, first of all, would just like to introduce Dr. Rebecca as um, definitely as a woman of power and to celebrate her for all of the incredible work that she has said yes to and committed to as a spiritual leader. Um, Dr. Rebecca is the founder and dean of LA CSL School of Spiritual Leadership for the Spanish-speaking world. Uh, she's a native of Mexico and a citizen of Canada also, and graduated from Hones Institute in 1997, ordained in 1999, and received an honorary Doctor of Divinity from the Hones Institute in 2007. So, Dr. Rebecca is a lifelong learner and she took, has taken the science of mind philosophy into the Spanish speaking world and founded the Sienta de la Mente in Mexico City. And she's globetrotted back from Canada to Mexico and started the Convention of the Americas in Chapala, um, which is a, an incredible um, opportunity for people to come together once a year and and uh, and celebrate new thought. And Dr. Rebecca has served as a member of CSL Global Services and the Spanish Task Force and AGNT and INTA. Oh my gosh, it goes on and on. And she visions a global community of Spanish-speaking Center for Spiritual Living study groups. And I believe, Dr. Rebecca, you're you're doing it. You're walking the talk and absolutely have made um, so much of a difference um, by bringing these teachings to the world. Welcome here, Dr. Rebecca. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for inviting me. I'm most honored. Thank you. It's just so great to be connecting with you. You are in Mexico right now, and I'm in the UK, and I know that you are doing, you have achieved amazing things by opening up um, the, the portal to bring these new thought teachings, the science of mind, to people who are thirsty to make a change for their lives. What was the thing for you that inspired you? What was the piece that said, yes, this is me, this is for me to do? <laughs> well, so many things. You know, I I had to when I in when I discovered science of mind in Canada. I discovered myself, really. I have been always floating and navigating and going ago with the river of life, wherever it took mm. me. It just didn't have any way to stop it or direct it in any way. So um, when I found Science of Mind, I really found my power, my recover, re rediscover my power, because I do believe that we are all born with power. Have you, have you ever seen a shy baby? A baby <laughs> demands what it wants. If it's hungry, it will let you, won't stop you doing it. So we are born with power. We know what we want and we express it. But then 
during the program programmation, the programming, you know, we start being more removed of our power, really. And uh, go, um, especially my generation, you know, I'm from the, if you know about all the generations, the names that they put, the generations, I'm from the, the quiet generation. That's prior to the, the baby boomers. So baby boomers were revolutionary. We were quiet. Mm -hmm. The quiet revelation, uh, the, 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 the generation, the one that you say you, you stay nice and quiet, good little girls don't talk, right. they just listen and they obey. So you are starting to lose your powers because you start losing your, your trust in yourself, you know, so you will start comparing yourself. You start uh, accepting the program, the programming that they are telling you, and uh, and a, a lot of erroneous beliefs about oneself start to come. Uh, for instance, I I had uh, I was born in a my mother was a very intelligent woman, um, my father was happy going but a nice person, you know, and um, what we were born. Um, you know, like I, I, even though I was the youngest, I had to serve my brothers. Why? Because I was a woman, and we, women serve your brothers. <laughs> yes. So, right. So even though I was the youngest one, but then when um, when I my I happened to be the youngest of five, and my two older sisters. The, that about 10 years older, eight years was. So they were uh, young ladies when I was a child and they were very pretty. They were beauty queens and in town, I wasn't that pretty. So I was sort of uh, yoked down that I was not really one of them. <laughs> Although when you're chi a child, you sort of believe, it's obviously it was uh, just the kids. But they are all these starts giving you insecurity mm -hmm. by comparison. You know, you don't want to show yourself because you know those they are the the pretty ones and and like like if beauty was the only the only power or the only virtue in that time, it was in my younger days, and that gave uh, it it became a belief that I was not good enough. I was not anything enough. Now, being a woman also had other inconveniences in the in my days. Like I wanted to be to go to a, a, I wanted to be a medical doctor, and I ended really? number one. In, yeah, and I was number one. I finished number one in my school, and I went to my parents' wow. day, and then I said, "I'm number one. I want to go to university." There was no university in my town at that time. You had to go to the city, to the capital. And, uh, and, and then uh, money was not that abundant. It was uh, okay, but not abundant like to, 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 to support. I said, no, 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 you, you are going to be a teacher. I, I also like to be a teacher, so I took the teacher, but I was not allowed to go to university because women, like my sisters, 
marry, and then what it was a waste of money. My sisters indeed never worked uh, other than home. It was the, the generation, but I didn't go with that generation and they deprived me of the, my desire to continue my education. Although I manage sideways to continue my education. I just have to come, come in here because I just heard something from you. Oh, you're a woman, you're going to get married and you're not going to educate yourself because that's just going to be a waste it's of a waste money. Of money. Oh a my gosh. I, was not, I didn't go to university to Mexico City because it would be a waste of money. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> well, and, it, and and you have shown that you know when we have that um, that that burning desire and passion and resilience and resourcefulness, we do it anyway. You did it anyway. I did it, anyway, did it anyway, in the most strange way. <laughs> yes, and not because... as a doctor. You're kind of a doctor. Now you're, now you're a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> not of the body, not from the body. No, but from you spirit. know, it Divinity. begins in the mind with mind. So Exactly, exactly. Wow. So then the next step. So you can imagine how powerless I felt all that time. Sure. Yeah, you, you just went with, that's why you just followed the river of life, wherever it took you. You didn't have any power. So anyway, yeah. I was getting older. I, like they say here, spinster almost. I was already 26 and didn't oh, get, so old. hadn't married yet. <laughs> So, right. <laughs> so old. <laughs> yeah, we were so old already. It's when are you going to get married? <laughs> it's the it's the cultural pressure, societal pressure, mm -hmm. the pressure of what it is to be a woman growing up. Yeah. What it really means to be a woman is to reproduce. We have to get married and reproduce yeah. young. Yeah. yeah. So, so I did it, but I that, that was another one of the things that I didn't do in comfort. In, in like the family is supposed to do, you know, in our family, families married within the families, you know, the conglomerate of families that marry with each other. <laughs> and, okay. and I married an Englishman, an Englishman that I had met in, a, in Acapulco. And we, I said, well, I learn English. Uh, I actually was, it's a long story, a romantic story, but I was actually, uh, engaged to marry another guy in Mexico, but he happened to be Jewish and uh, Jews don't accept uh, goings. So I think was not oh, accepted no, there. I'm, I'm from and, a Jewish family. Uh, yeah, well, in those days yeah. they didn't accept it. So I was okay. not accepted. And this gentleman from England looked really nice and was very educated and, and I like him. So I married him and, uh, and I have two wonderful children with him. And I moved yeah. to Canada in 1968. So I've been a Canadian ever since. And my kids still live there, I must say. And I go back and forth. My heart is half in Mexico and half in Canada. Half in Canada. So as a good Catholic, you know what, how I started my life in Canada? How? Well, you know, we, I was not allowed to use any contraceptives. So I gave birth okay, to my first daughter. Became I gave a mother. Birth to, 
nine months and three weeks after our marriage. Mm. <laughs> Couldn't be before because he just arrived for the wedding. And yeah. uh, so there you are in a strange country with a, with a strange man. Even it must have been has... so, so difficult. It, it, you know, it was challenging, but I never, never, ever even thought of doing anything else but keep on going. Perseverance yeah. is one of my virtues. And also that's a part of the program, isn't it? We've got to yeah. keep going. We've got yeah, to keep you, going yeah. because oh, yeah, you've got yeah, to be the strong don't... one. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I um, yeah. I was uh, a mother in, in a new country with a, with a strange man and a baby. Wow. <laughs> but fortunately, God <laughs> took care of me when I moved. And with my my second baby, I only have two. Um, my second baby, um, we moved to the West Coast, and right across, I didn't have a car or anything, just two babies to take care of and a stroller. I said, I need to find a doctor nearby because they need vaccinations. And right across from my house, right across, it says Ferdinand Chen, medical doctor, MD. I said, oh, great. And he was a practitioner of religious science. Oh, I discovered great. science of mind with him. And ever since, uh, it's very seldom that I use a medication for anything. Oh, my gosh. So he was, was, he was a practicing doctor. A practicing and a doctor, a medical doctor, and a practitioner. How I, I think that he, some people were after him because one day they called me. And they say, is Dr. Chen your doctor? I said, yes. And what do you think of him? I said, I think he's wonderful. And yeah. says, I, I, I have healed from everything that I needed. And is, is he? I said, no. Is this a, 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 but they were after him because he was using what I didn't know. I thought it was hypnosis. But what he was doing, he was doing spiritual mind treatment. Yes. He, I would lie down in the, on the on the bed and the examination bed and he will put music and will record a prayer for me which is it was and then i will i will use it during the week and that's how i have healed myself of whatever happened in my life yeah other than a knee replacement everything else has been with with my superpower the spiritual mind treatment yes that works Yes. It yes. It works. <laughs> it works. When we use it, it when we work it. When you use it, it works. Yes. It works. And for anybody that's listening here right now or watching, if they're not sure what spiritual mind treatment is, it is a form of affirmation um, where we commune, we connect, we commune, we we absolutely state what we know as the truth. And we claim it and know it has happened right now. So it's not a begging prayer or no. beseeching or waiting for it to happen. That's a, it's a shifting consciousness. And it's self-healing, self-revealing. And we speak it as an affirmative prayer. It's done. And then it's done. And it is powerful, isn't it? It, it so is. So powerful. Uh -huh. Affirmative prayer works. You just need to believe. But I couldn't believe just because they told me. Mm -hmm. I just believe, I believe because it made sense. 
what the ideas of this philosophy make sense. They don't ask you to, to, to believe in anything magic. Put them yeah. to work and see if it works. Put but first them to I, work. First, I used it with my with my health, and and I was going through a, a bleeding ulcer that one that the doctor the other doctor wanted to operate the specialist, and Doctor Chen told them, "Give me a couple of weeks, and then we will see whether she needs the operation." Oh wow! And in two weeks, I was totally fine, and the doctor, the other the specialist couldn't believe it. But then I said, if this was for health. Why couldn't it work also for money? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I it for prosperity too. And, so and, what did you do? What did you do for prosperity? For prosperity. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> well, for prosperity, uh, I, I did, uh, or you have to work. First, you have to believe in your creativity. Then you have to know what you are good at. Mm -hmm. And in, the, in those days with little children, little money, uh, neck, very near my place opened a beautiful restaurant and uh, and then I thought oh if I can get a little a job and I didn't know too much about it but they had training and everything they opened a restaurant this deluxe restaurant we are all well dressed as uh, middle age uh, middle age not middle age at the middle ages and they okay. uh, yes. <laughs> no, not as middle age right now middle I'm age. middle age unless we live 160 years I'll be middle age <laughs> now <laughs> but in those days you know and I, and I was young and strong and and nice to people because I like people so I am um, I started to work when my when my husband came back from work. I will go. It was right in the corner of the house, so okay. it was perfectly inconvenient. And I discovered the restaurant business, and I was 16 years in the restaurant business. Started as a waitress, then as a manager, then I went on uh, with a, a partner. The the, the, the the chef and I were, were partners, and the, uh, started a restaurant. But in okay. those days, high-class restaurants, which ours was, uh, were only male waiters. So I had to work with all male waiters <laughs> and cooks and everything. And, uh, and it was a, such a lesson. I learned diplomacy. I learned to handle uh, an angry Situations. cook. An angry <laughs> cook is a dangerous person. <laughs> And an angry customer, I think, or a hungry customer. <laughs> angry customer. Yeah. No, we have some stories that you will, <laughs> you will laugh <laughs> uh, of all the details that happened in those days. But to to for prosperity, the 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 clue is circulation. Mm -hmm. In prosperity, you have yes. to circulate. Yes. You have to circulate everything that you have, little or more, uh, uh, make it grow, uh, etc. So I, and also give your best at work. You don't go there to fool yes. around. You, I always went to do the work and did my very best and I enjoyed it. 
Yes. I really enjoy serving people and making, assisting them and, happy, and, and spending a nicer time. I made many good friends, people that would wait online because they wanted to be served by Rebecca. Wow. And, and then later on, as a manager, I, I had a, an opportunity to make good friends. So um, it, it was, uh, and believe in prosperity, circulate, the yes. same as with health. You have to follow say, certain principles. Yes. Yeah. You cannot just sit home and say, lay in bed and expect that the money and mana starts falling on you. You have to yeah. work it. So that was uh, for prosperity. And uh, it, it has revealed in many ways in different areas and types of my life. Because, well, uh, after... Uh, after all that, uh, I, I felt that I needed to prove myself constantly, and that was sort right. of exciting, but it doesn't end. If you think that you have... Every it time doesn't start, end. It doesn't end. And, you, every time you start a new, I think you have to prove yourself. You have to, and that's like, where do we, as women, where do we draw the line, or don't we, between this is proving ourselves because if we're not good enough and there's this kind of belief that we have to keep making ourselves better in some way, or it's because we are like, I know it excites me to, yeah. to be not so much proving myself, but actually proving it to myself that I can do this. Right. And that where I think it's an obstacle, it's an opportunity to break through my belief system around it. Right. And that I can do it. And I really hear that in you. You you are a way shower. You are a trailblazer. I mean, because being told you can't go, you can't go to university because it's it would be a waste of money. And a here you are money. then <laughs> having a restaurant and in a male dominated or a masculine dominated kind of arena yeah. and making it work. And then I you, love this. And then you know you're not only. Uh, a woman, which is already bad enough, <laughs> challenging <laughs> enough, but you're also Latino with an accent. And then most people have the idea that if you have an accent, you are sort of retarded, mentally retarded. <laughs> and that is a great insult. They never tell people that just because they have an accent, don't assume that they don't have any intelligence or any... Uh, understanding of the situation so that, that was is ignorance that, that was is ignorance thing. yes it's yes. something that we, we need to to and we con, it's a continue uh, thing uh, in many countries right <clears throat> so one of the things that helped me to keep going is that i have something i still do it i share a, a frog a, a frog you know a frog I have to get rid of a frog every day. A frog okay. for me is a, a frog for me is something that I don't really want to do, like okay. filing taxes, things like that. <laughs> things like, but the, the life is full of little frogs, and and uh, one of the things to succeed is to take care of at least one frog a day. Okay, things that you don't want yes. to do. It's discipline. It gives you power. Hey, I'm going to do it. And 
put the, the discipline to do it whether you want it or not. And that's a frog a day. That. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I love that. Frog a day. A frog a day keeps the fears away. <laughs> oh, not an apple a day keeps the doctor away. No, this one, a frog a day <laughs> frog keeps a day. the fears away. Because a your frog a day keeps the fears away. Because you're afraid when you postpone the, the procrastination. Yep. It fills you with fear. You start procrastinating something, that frog becomes a monster, you know. You just cannot yeah. think of anything because I haven't done this and it's almost time and I have to do it. So if you want to move ahead in life, take care of one of those a day at least. And we all have yeah. them, don't don't we? Even if it's things like checking our bank account and making it balance and I don't want to go there, I don't want to look at my bank account. All these things that maybe just on some level think we think we can brush it under the carpet. And I love this because facing it is saying, yeah, I'm ready for anything that happens. I can handle anything that comes comes my way. Right. I'm not afraid of it. And it's such a nice feeling once you get rid of the darn frog. Wow. <laughs> it feels good. It feels good. Yeah. So did but you, I, mm -hmm. I, I want to ask you, did you, when you saw the doctor and it started working for you, uh -huh. uh, the practitioner, right. did you then become interested in, like, you've got a really inquiring mind. Um, yeah. I'm just wondering how you how you challenged that within yourself. Did you study science well, of I, mind? Did you I, what did what you I, do? What I did is that uh, you know I used to take he was our general physician, a family physician, and took care of the whole family. So he had to take the kids, and he had this book, Basic Principles of the Science of Mind, on his table, and okay. uh, that's how I that's how I got interested because. I, if you have ever read that book, the yeah. opening that Frederick Bales does at the op at the beginning of the book opens your eyes. I says, right. "Oh wow, I saw this." I I I read that and says, "Oh, when I, it was my turn to go in, I says, where can I buy uh, this uh, 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 this book?" And he says, "Well, in such and such library they have it." I went in the library and they didn't have it. They didn't have it sold out, uh, and we can order it. I says, no, no, I'm going to. I want it sooner. So I, I asked him again. He says, go to Unity. What is that? This is a group, uh, the nice place that that they they have lectures and so on. And you, and then I went to Unity, and they okay. also sold it. I said, well, no, the Unity still sold, also sold out. I said, why don't you come to? to the Science of Mind Center this Sunday, I'm going to do the talk. He said, the, the minister is not in, so I'm going to do the talk. And I said, oh, you're going to talk? I said, sure. Where about? <laughs> and he told me the address. He said, Science of Mind, so, so they have an organization for this? Right. Yeah, yeah we do. Okay. So I went, and this, that's how I discovered Science of Mind. Okay. But I thought my mother was going to fire <laughs> yeah, <laughs> strike to me when I realized this was a church, you know. Oh my god, yeah. my mother will die again if she sees me in another, <laughs> in another church. 
<laughs> it's amazing like, the beliefs that we have, those pictures that we have in our mind yeah, of yeah. how our parents will be if they find out. <laughs> yeah, if they find out that <laughs> I'm inquiring into life. Yeah. Yeah. And you had to go. You went. And that was it. And I, that was it. I said, that I, was I, it. I, I, I like these ideas. I mean, I can't believe this. I couldn't believe other ideas that I had in my other church. But anyway, they have good principles too. But this made sense. This, yeah. my, my mind said, yeah, logical, you know. Yeah. That, that made sense. So I, I, if I wow. had to, to say something, is I think that the best way to regain your power is to learn and really learn to feel good about yourself. Mm. Fall in love with yourself. As a uh, um, uh, 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 wonderful author, used to say, is the only love that you can take to the tomb. <laughs> and it's so true. It's the only love that will take you uh, to life. And, and why it, do you it, think for why do you think for us it takes so long? It can take so long to get to really knowing what that really means to love ourselves. Because it can be, I hear it a lot now. People say, oh, I love myself. I love myself. And I'm not saying they don't love themselves, mm -hmm. but I think it can be a bit of a, like a catchphrase. What does yeah. it really mean as a woman to, especially now as we are, if, you know, entering into or breaking through in with a new paradigm of div the divine feminine and women empowering themselves. What does it really mean, Dr. Rebecca, do you think to, to love yourself? Just simply to feel good about yourself. I think that what uh, blocks us is the comparison. We are yes. always comparing ourselves to someone else. Yes. We just have to say, it's like a love story. You have to really meet yourself. Yeah. Like you're, what you will do with a lover. Get time to spend with yourself. Ask and say, I am going to like me no matter what. Right. No matter what. Whether I'm good or whether I fall and sometimes I don't do what I, I wish I had done, I still have to feel good about myself because I am trying. I feel good about myself. And in science of mind, we learn to feel good about ourselves because we are God in expression. Yes. God is expressing us as us. As, as, as. So it is all as limited as I am, I God is here within me and I'm going to make it true. So I'm going to feel good. No matter if the other people don't think that great mm -hmm. about me. And it's okay. Sometimes it's going to hurt and it will hurt. It's okay, it hurts, it hurts, but you are good. You, we have to remember that what you are doing your best. And I do believe that we are always doing our best. 
Yes, I agree with you. We are always doing our best, aren't we? And we learn from it and grow if we choose to. So what is it? You're such an example, you know, an an incredible example as, as a leader, a spiritual leader. You've taken this philosophy um, and you've used it on yourself, for yourself. You've made incredible transformations for your life and you have guided and are guiding still so many other people in your community with the teachings and you are holding that space for people to learn for themselves. What is it that really drives you to, to want this for other people also? A deep, deep desire that women in the Latin world, and this is, which is my area, but in all the world, but for us, that are, are so chained to the traditions and the culture of these, star, these peoples that sometimes are not the best, that, that we remember who we are. That, uh, how will I say? I would like every woman to have the opportunity to really get to know herself, to really get to like herself, to like it the way you like someone. Even if it's not perfect, you will not be perfect, but you have to love yourself. You have to at least like, you cannot love in that moment, at least like yourself. I'm doing my best. Uh, and uh, and that is your power. When you uh, learn to accept yourself just as you are, you have gained your power because the rest of the opinions are just that, opinions. Other people think that, oh, you talk too much, her opinion. Other people say, oh, no, she doesn't talk enough opinion but I am talking as much as I want to do so uh, is I think that is the base feeling good about yourself of what you're doing and uh, and that's what I would like every woman especially in the Spanish-speaking world say yes I love my culture and yes I will go with my families to whatever the culture needs but I don't have to follow ideas that do not give me my power. I'm an expression of God as powerful as King Charles, as powerful as anyone or even more. So just because I am, I deserve to, be good, to, to have my respect. And if you respect yourself, the whole world will follow through. So respect yourself, love yourself, Accept yourself just as you are. That's what the great Louis Hay told us. Oh, yes. Love yourself. Why did she have so much influence in the Spanish world? Because that's what we needed. Oh, yes. Did she have a huge influence? She's the greatest and best known teacher of science of mind in Latin America, in the Spanish-speaking world. You see, it's incredible because I'm a, I'm a Louise Hay uh, teacher and coach. I, yeah. 
And um, and when I say to people, have you heard of Louise Hay? 90% of the time they'll say, oh, yes. Some will say no. You know, it depends. But it she's she influenced, her influence, even now up to this time, you know, um, 50 million copies of her book selling and more. And the influence that she broke through something um, in such a dynamic way for consci- consci- in consciousness um, with the mind-body connection. Uh, it, it really, I often think to myself, wow, her power, her power to be able to do that and for, for years later to still have the same impact, the same influence with that one book. She continues to be. Mm-hmm. She continues to be, and that one yes. book that is kind of, a, I won't say a summary, and yet it is a, it is a sort of a summary of, of the science of mind teachings and Emerson, Emma Curtis Hopkins and Quimby, you know, she has summarized the power of, of the power of the mind, the power of who we are and yeah. that we can use it. I had no idea she was such an influence yeah. in the Spanish-speaking it's a community. Big influence is the power of simplicity. <laughs> mm. I think it's the power of the simplicity. She knows how to explain everything. Yes, in the simplest and clearest way, and yes. uh, obviously she has taken uh, that. But I want to tell you about uh, one of my greatest adventures was the the beginning of the Convention of the Americas. And also I really would it. love to hear that. Uh, uh, I hear yes. about this convention so often. My friends go yeah. and I think, oh, yes. it sounds amazing. Yes, the Convention of the Americas, not, it's not only in a just beautiful and sacred place, but when I saw it, you know, I used to go to Moisilomar every year, every year. Yeah. And I lived in Canada, in Vancouver, so it was very close. Uh, so I used to go, and when I came here about 20 years ago, I said, oh, wow, this would be perfect for an event like a Silomar. So this is a Silo Lake. A Silo is a refuge, right? So then, yeah. and, and I saw it. And, um, but then again, you know, what are the things that block you? Okay. Most of the time, money. All in here, all in <laughs> money. here. And yeah, yeah money. Money. Yeah. And, and money. And I said, oh my gosh. I went on 2017. Uh, I organized, I was already living back in Canada and starting my long uh, on distance ministry. And I said, oh, if we need a place. I invited all the people that I was, that was studying at that time with me and the practitioners that I had trained, spent 10 years with for for um, in Mexico City, I invited them all to come here. And I went and asked ask everyone that I knew if they had a, sp- a spot in the house, if they have an empty, an empty bedroom and so on. And I got, uh, except for two or three that rented a, a hotel, I got room for everyone in, in wow. private homes. And uh, and then I said, so it wouldn't be, then I met, I saw this beautiful hotel that is not the most luxurious it's an everyday hotel but it's on the, on sacred lands and in the most beautiful absolutely gorgeous view that you can imagine with the perfect weather because we have perfect weather here anyway so i i said what if we do this 
and invite the Americans too and everybody else to come. We said, and the people from, I already have many people following me from Argentina and Buenos Aires sure. and, uh, and uh, Lima, Peru, and, and different. So, but, you know, how do we do it? We have to invite someone to come and talk. Right. So I said, can we do it? I went myself and with $1,500 donation from one of the practitioners and my credit card, we booked the hotel. <laughs> A woman of power. Hotel. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I says, now we have to, to, to put some special prices ahead for the early birds so we can actually pay the, the, the whatever we're doing. And, uh, and it was wonderful. Um, I had. Uh, it was I, a big I, frog. <laughs> at the beginning, it was just one person, and we did a lot, a lot of stuff. And then we all did this just because of the generosity of all my fellow uh, ministers and CSL. They accepted to come. I couldn't pay them. I told them I I don't have funds but if you want to serve the community we will give you a wonderful time and fun we will take care of you once you get you are here but you yes. can here on your own <laughs> <laughs> and, your money. And, and we did it and uh it's going to be 10 years next year oh this is wow our, this is our ninth year and uh, as a as a convention and 10 years if you come the first time, but we are doing it as a convention when people from all over the world came. And uh, so you are invited. You can look at, at, uh, at the information in Facebook. Just go Convention of the Americas. Of the Americas. I put the thing Just up like here. That, convention of the Americas and Facebook, and you will get all the data and uh, who's coming, who's talking. Uh, I know it's, uh, we're going to have... Uh, our, our superheroes are, have been doing it for many years with that and yeah. others too. So we have uh, Kathy and Louis, we have uh, um, um, our beloved uh, um, Edward Buljan and uh, a lot of us stars. And we are going to bring many from South America and our new directors that are doing really well. So mm. you want to come and have a great time. It's totally bilingual, totally bilingual. Uh, simultaneous uh, translation, uh, great atmosphere. And because we are in Mexico and we are, yes, we, we don't pay or don't charge too much. It's very, very, very affordable. Believe me, very. And I've heard it's fantastic. I have friends that have come and uh, Bonnie, she spoke last year, I think, yes, the, my yes. sister, Bonnie, and nice. she just had such an amazing time. She, yeah, it's so, wonderful. yeah. So people can find it by just tapping in Convention of the Americas. Convention on of the Americas on Facebook. And, Good. And um, Dr. Re Rebecca, you will be speaking there as well, of course. You, yes, you will be giving yeah, a talk I, or a workshop. I heard that uh, because I would be retiring, and they are I going know. to have a, they are going to have an homage, an homage, and um, I'm retiring, 
I told you why. <laughs> the yes. calendars, the calendars are accumulating in past years. <laughs> <laughs> so I will be retiring. It's going to be a special party for me. Uh, it's supposed to be secret, but I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, mariachis, we always have uh, extra things to do around. You know, look us up. You will never, you will not regret it. Uh, first week in wow. uh, August, from the f first to the fifth. That's Tuesday to Saturday. Okay. And then what does that look like for you? I can't imagine you retiring. Sorry, it's not. They need a new definition of retiring for Dr. Rebecca. Well, you know, just retiring. Um, I'm not really, uh, to be quite honest, my great uh, and uh, the, the, the school, the school of leadership uh, director, executive director, is one uh, other Demetropoulos. One of my students, she graduated and she's brilliant. She's loved by everyone. Uh, she's capable like me or even more. She's very technological. We all love her. She's taking care of that. And um, the committee for, the, uh, for um, the convention is looking after all the details. So yeah. I really just show, show up once in a while. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, I, I really, I would to step back and allow the new generation Open to up. take over. Yeah. And let your life, those interests and things that really spark your imagination in different ways. Even, even just, you wouldn't believe, things like I have never seen the three grand Godfather movies <laughs> because okay. I haven't, haven't had a chance to I've watch movies time. in the last 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the last seven years, I, I haven't done anything. And the other day, I was, I haven't finished, but I was watching the, the three, the saga, uh, the saga, the, the three. Uh, and more than anything, it's so beautiful around here. I live in Chapala. I have that fortune. Right. I did that choice and came here three years ago and, and just meditated in nature. And if yes. you live here, this is a little town, but it has more activities than New York. Right. <laughs> theater. Right. We have theater. We have uh, uh, dancers. We have music. If you want to have breakfast with music, there's live music I'm talking about. This is a really nice town. So oh, it sounds to amazing. Enjoy, it. enjoy yes. maybe travel, travel a little bit more, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. How incredible. Oh, Dr. Rebecca, thank you so much for being here thank you for and for sharing and opening up and inspiring me and the viewers right now. If you're listening and watching, this is Dr. Rebecca Pina sharing her life, some of her life story and her, her, um, her inspirations and, and, um, and, and her passion to continue as a spiritual leader, spiritual guide, spiritual teacher, and a woman of a woman of power. Reverend Edwin Gaines, I'm sure, would be sitting here saying, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Dr. Rebecca. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you, Laura. And have a wonderful day, everyone. I'd love you to share just for now, the, as we close here, to share a, a short message for, uh, for anybody that's watching that's maybe f afraid of their frogs. 
maybe <laughs> hiding their frogs, something that you could just share to inspire or to, to as a teaching moment for, yeah. for the Well, all I can tell you is that you don't have to find the power. The power is within you already. Uh, it was always with me, even when I was so shy that I couldn't even lift my eyes and look at people because I felt so little. But the truth is that we are not that little. They have, all life has taken us to places where we believe sometimes we are not good enough. We are. We are as powerful as any baby. Look at a baby and inspire yourself. Demand what you want. Demand it of life. It is possible. I it was I did all odds to be where I am. And only one thing was needed. Faith. Believe in yourself. That's all. That's all you need. You can do it. <laughs>